All right. Welcome to the Can of Spam Podcast, your weekly serving of nincompoopisms and absolute buffoonery. And don't forget the dad jokes and poop stories. Let's get it. This is good, man. I'm excited. (sighs) Kavika's tired. I'm Nick. I'm excited. Uh, My Niners lost. I'm I'm in a state of depression. Should we go into that? (laughs) We should. It'll make it relevant. (laughs) The people. So, (sighs) welcome back to another episode of Can of Spam. Yeah, thank you. I'm one of the hosts, Nick. You're Nick. I'm Kavika. I'm, I'm the guy in agony over here. With no energy, but we're gonna make our way through this. We're gonna figure it out. Um, just me and Nick today. We uh, we have no guests because uh, because people get sick and people go to doctors' appointments, and we're not gonna ne- mention names. But uh, and poor planning. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the greatest. It's mostly like, our fault. I'm not the greatest organizer planner. Just I'm just not. Yeah. Well, but we're gonna we're gonna make our way through this episode. We got it. We got some fun stuff planned. We got a few new. To- News noodle articles, noodles. News articles that we uh we found online that uh you know we thought it'd be important to keep you guys up to date on the chaos that's happening out there outside of the normal news because the fun news is well it's fun it's more fun this is I, fun I think that more applies to to this vibe of this podcast and then uh you know we got we got some other thoughts that we had during the week and we're just gonna go over those we're we like to think that. We verbalize all of those stupid thoughts that you have that you don't want anybody else to hear. And we're just going to go through all those. And, and uh, hopefully you guys can empathize with us and you'll feel a little bit better about yourself by the end of this episode. So That'll be fun. You want to kick it off, man? What do we got? What do we well, got in the just, news? Let's just talk about it. Get it out of the way. I just, you know, <laughs> we just might as well do it. The news. You are a 49ers fan. I'm a huge 49ers fan. I um we went I think we went to like the San Diego Zoo at one point and Jerry Rice was there when I was a young young child. I think some it was something like that. We went to some sort of theme park zoo type thing in California and Jerry Rice was at the same thing at the same time. And since I was a child since that moment I was a huge 49ers fan and even through their dark years, through Kaepernick and lose and everything is just, and f- to have them go to the Super Bowl in the fashion that they did was so exciting, so exciting. I don't drink a lot, but I thought this is a festive day. I am gonna just destroy my innards today in in celebration of my team going to the big game, and they lost. Yeah, in the most frustrating way possible because yeah, they're leading into the fourth quarter they're up by yeah two three all i know is the Chiefs scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter unanswered yeah well so it, it was 10 10 at the half san francisco went up at the half scored after the half scored two touchdowns with no answer no answer points from the chiefs and i'm like well we got it in the bag we're i think we scored it was like what was it 24 it was like 24 20, to yeah. 10, I think, yep, at yep. one point. And I was like, well, we got it in the bag. We're a running team. We have a good defense. We'll stop them. Even if they score, we'll run it. We'll run the clock down. And we just got to drag out this fourth quarter. And, of course, they score. I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll just run the clock. Was that the questionable one where out of bounds but over the line, Damian Williams? Or was that nah, the... he scored. It, uh, I'm not going to be a little jerk about it, but he scored. It's, it's... Yeah, I'll give it to him. I appreciate that about you. I appreciate that. But uh, I think the silly thing that we did was usually when you want to drain the clock, you run the ball, which is what the Niners were known for. And for some reason, the reason they scored in the third quarter is because I ran the ball. And then in the fourth quarter, when they needed to get the ball back or when they needed to drain the clock, they're still ahead seven points, mind you. They ran one play or something or and then they threw it a bunch of times and. It was a three and out, basically. Yeah, I was three like... Three tries and out. And then Kansas City got the ball back, scored again, and then scored again later. And we just stopped running the ball. And I, then we the game ended and we had all our timeouts left. Like, I don't know what he was saving for. All I know was like the last, was it maybe two drives? Two plays that the Niners had. One, Jimmy um, Garoppolo 
got murdered, basically. <laughs> Dude, he got lit up so hard, and it missed the pass. And then the play after that, it was basically fourth down. This is it. They're going to lose. He is rushing in the... He gets rushed. He's in the pocket kind of scrambling a little bit, and he goes to, like, basketball pass it to the guy right. just to get it out. And they showed it this replay, and the Kansas City's Chiefs, like, forearm just crushes him in the helmet. And it just... You see his head just... <laughs> Like wiggle around and wah, 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 it, wah, wah. yeah, it just was a sad way to see them go out. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know why everybody they're just not being real with themselves. Everybody's like, uh, Jimmy G's the real deal. He's like a legit, you know, Super Bowl <laughs> contender for like MVP and all this stuff. I'm like, he's not. Why are you guys trying to be that? Like, why yeah, are you guys hyping this dude up? You like, were never like most of the games he throws like under 15 passes the entire game we just run it down the defense's throat but for some reason like they had to hype him up it's like yeah just be the running team the boring whatever running team that people think is boring yeah i appreciate that you you never were gushing all over jimmy g no because he got released from the patriots basically or whatever signed with the niners towards acl all the Niner fans were like, that was our year, man. So then they had a bad year the next year because he was out yeah. a lot of the year. And then this year, man, they they had a great defense. They really showed up in a lot of big games. Um, he can hand the ball off real good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, a big, I'm not a big Jimmy Jimmy G fan. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. That man is beautiful. That's what everyone says. When we were watching. He's a beautiful man. Had a few friends over and um, a few ladies. Uh, and I was just telling, uh, they don't know anything about football. And I'm like, okay, what do you guys think? Jimmy G, do you really think he's the best looking man in the NFL? And then as we're discussing it, a commercial comes on. And they say, no, I think he is. He still plays, right? And it was Tom Brady. And I was like, what? Well, whatever. He's a good looking dude. He's a, he's getting a little bit older now. He's never been as fit, I think, yeah. as a lot of like, quote unquote, traditional That's footballer true. player look, you know, but. Melissa says, face. she said Jimmy G looks like a poor man's George Clooney. <laughs> oh, man, that is rough. That's He's rough, got that yeah. chiseled chin. I know, dude. He does. <sighs> He's a good looking dude. I'll, gi I'll give it to him. That that's the one thing he's got going on. Yep. Uh, anyway, so, well, we're talking about Super Bowl. What a, one of the big things is the commercials, right? Oh, yeah. Um, what was your favorite commercial? Favorite commercial... Um, there was a, quite a few good ones that I that I really enjoyed. I did. I actually liked the whole Tide stain thing. I thought that yeah. was pretty funny, actually. It wasn't as good as their last year's one. Yeah, but it it was. It's along the same marketing vein. It was good though. It was fun. They kept hyping it up like yeah. throughout the whole thing. Because last year it was like they kind of did the bait and hook thing, where it would be like, "Oh, what is this commercial?" And every time at the end of the commercial, it would be like. Oh, surprise, it's another Tide commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then was the, fun. by the end of the Super Bowl, it was something that happened in the commercial, and you'd be like, damn it, they got me again. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe it. <laughs> um, the Tom Brady troll was really good. The Hulu um, Tom Brady one, one. He made it like, um, oh, you don't know where I'm, I'm a free agent. You don't know where I'm going this year. Am I going to retire? He like played this whole lineup, and it basically turned into, oh, it's a Hulu commercial. I'm oh. not going anywhere. I wouldn't have bought it. Belichick was out there. He wouldn't let that happen. <laughs> yeah. But I like the, I love the the smart pack. The like Boston smart Kia pack. commercial. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever. I Is it a Boston one. accent or a Brooklyn accent? I thought it was Boston. That's what I said too. And then my mom said Brooklyn. And I was like, Ah, oh, maybe. No, it's What's, definitely Boston. Maybe Brooklyn is coffee and water. Yeah. Brooklyn. Boston. Right. Kathy. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. All right. Uh, I, you win, wife. I liked it, but I also like it because that's sick. If your car can really do that, that's pretty sick. Yeah, I think my by far my favorite commercial. I don't even know what the product was for, but it was Jason Momoa. Oh yeah, I just need to relax, and he walks into his house, takes off one shoe, and like the one leg is way shorter than the other. I thought at initially I was like, oh that he kind of looks like off balance, but maybe he just wears big shoes. And then he starts taking off his arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this skinny arm. I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. And then it just went even further. He goes and lifts up his shirt, takes off his chest. And he's like <laughs> some skinny dude. And then at the end, he rips off his hair and he's like balding. He looked like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like trying to, he's trying to do the bar on a bench press. <laughs> yeah. And he tells his wife, right? Take that's it, his wife. It, take it. Yeah. 
And she takes it one hand. Yeah, I love that one. That was good. That was really that was good. Great. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> just real quick too. Super Bowl foods, right? You got two types of people. They show up for the game or they show up for the food. Right. Uh, we had. I make buffalo chicken dip basically every year, so I made that and <clears throat> I bought some wings the other day and I made some chicken wings and Melissa made. Um, gosh, okay, she takes Hawaiian kings rolls. My favorite. Cuts them in half, the whole thing. Go on. Puts one in a glass pan and then fills it with um, ham, Swiss cheese, basically covers it with the other top of the roll now, and then takes this butter Dijon sauce that she like melts down, I guess, pours it over all of it, and then usually she takes poppy seeds and then sprinkles it on top, but this year she used this everything but the bagel seasoning from Trader Joe's. Oh, bro, those things were so good. Jordan would lose it just be, just on that fact alone. Yeah, she loves everything bagels. So that's what um that's what we ate. Basically, ate all day. Like the game's forever. Right? The whole tray. No, no, <laughs> we didn't eat all of them, but we just were eating all day, kind of thing. I went to Mama Bear's house. Me and Jordan went over, and she was making a her famous chili and cornbread. Mm. So i love chili and cornbread and she added something this year she said she added uh she modified the recipe a little I that's was like, scary oh, well, let's let's try it and then she's like and then i was like well what did you do before i try this just so i can have an open mind she's like well, i'll put bacon i was like stop it's fine okay that is not a modify <laughs> like i would be thinking <laughs> and then i had four bowls <laughs> I, I put bacon in it she's like i just want to let you know son i know you love my recipe but i went out on a limb <laughs> this year and i really switched up the recipe well what did you do I put bait. Okay, stop right now. <laughs> Bacon. It's fine. Don't worry about it. That's good, man. I don't know if you would have liked it, though. She put mushrooms in it, which I, would I not love like it. and you uh, Negative. apparently hate. Which is funny because I'm all about poop. You think I would love mushrooms because they're grown in fecal matter. That's how mushrooms grow, out of duty. That's where special mushrooms grow. All. We needed some kind of duty to grow it. Look that up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think you need, you need like fecal matter. Look, bro. I used to live in Conalhe and they used to grow in our yard. Look at me. We didn't have a dog. Look at me. Mr. Poopitarian. That's right. Are you telling me to just trust you on the merit of your pooposity? Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) Melissa's like, why are you still doing this Poopitarian thing? People are just going (laughs) to think you eat poop. I don't see the problem. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) So yeah, but... I love the Super Bowl. Usually Monday, like today, I'm always a little sad. Yeah, because it's a whole season gone. You got 30-something, some odd weeks before football starts up again. I'm not a big basketball fan, so most people transition. Yeah. Uh, you probably will. Oh, I've never even – I don't transition. My basketball game is still strong during football season when it okay, starts. Okay. But, yeah, it does – I transition, yeah. So I watch way more basketball, of course, when football's not on. Your brother, did he – Um, speaking of Kaleo, did he come watch the game with you? No, he 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 told me he was, and then he uh, he kind of disappeared off the face of the planet. So what? He's I'm a Niner sure fan, right? He he's a Bucks fan. Oh, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah. Okay. But Makes we sense. root for each other. Might we're as not, well. We're not uh, we're not jerks. I heard rumors. Speaking of rumors, I heard Tom Brady right is going to be a free agent. The two landing spots I heard, one Tampa Bay Bucks, and then the other one I heard this morning, which is just total knee jerk reaction. But he grew up being a 49er fan. <laughs> and I heard that they totally would take him. I don't know. Can they afford him? I don't know, man. That's a huge hit to their. I mean, Jimmy's cap. contract is like hundred million. Yeah, and they they. It's not his rookie deal, is it? No, no. Right, no. he's. This is like this first. Yeah, because he came deal. over from the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they can afford him. Yeah, me either. But he, would you? Really- he's just gonna stay with New England. I don't know why everybody's free. It's just it's news. Okay, it's entertainment. Do you really want to give someone that maybe has two or three years left, self-proclaimed? Like a hundred mil, if he's Tom Brady, I wouldn't, man. I'm not paying. Well, I don't like him anyway, so I'm biased. Not a lot of people do. New England. All right, all right, all right. Enough of the uh, go. My favorite sports team talk. I could talk sports all the time. All right, let's uh, let's get into the news. I'm on Burgundy. All right. Well, these aren't like most recent. I don't think it's like today the news, <laughs> but uh. Anyway, first one I want to talk about is Spotify has recently come out with a new, I don't know what you call it, uh, I guess playlist, new playlist. What do you call a playlist? Well, no, I just feel like it should be called something else. But anyway, here's what it is. You tell me what to call it. <laughs> so 
You know what Spotify is, of course. It's a music streaming service. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm familiar. So Spotify came out with a dog playlist. So here's the here's the market or the marketing that they're trying to. Well, let me guess. It's a playlist for dogs. That's exactly what it is. Boom! Mic drop. Oh, bodied. <laughs> nah, not really. But here's what it is. You have a dog. You go to work for the day. Your dog's at home. Hmm. Right? Typically, that's, I guess, what you do. Checks out. Checks out. I'm familiar with it. And uh, you leave this playlist on to keep your dog company so they're not, like, lonely or it's all quiet while you're gone. What kind of songs were we playing? Is it just like... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was trying. I, I didn't look up the. We should look that up. I didn't look up what songs are in this playlist, but I'm assuming it's kind of like um. Wow! 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 Yippee! Yo, yippee! <laughs> I was thinking more like who let the dog down? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but it's probably like easy listening type stuff, is my guess. Like smooth jazz or just something like quiet and soft to like, you know. So relax something you your would uh, you would hear when you're getting a massage, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like Eastern. The Anya, Enya, whatever they call <laughs> That's that. That's Enya, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. But what do you think about that? What do you think about that idea? Well, now that just gives me an, the, the image of the dog at home, if he's listening to that kind of stuff, he's probably sitting on the couch on the Lazy Boy smoking a joint. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is. Chilling hard, this guy, for a solid like eight, nine hours before Masta comes home. Oh, so this article says it's the Pofik playlist. Pofik. Yeah, like perfect. Pofik mm. playlist. Yeah. Um, who, uh, who came up with that marketing? So basically, this is what they're like. It's Pets and Music, the Pofik match. And uh, apparently, they surveyed people. And um, here's what, here's what they kind of got. People. They surveyed people what they currently do. So 71% of pet owners have played music for their pets. And then 8 in 10 of these pet owners believe hold on, hold their on. pets like the music. You, you have a dog. Have you ever played music for your dog? I mean, no, clo, clo. for her, like yeah. for her. Have, no. you, have you heard? Have you seen her react to music at no. any capacity? No. Have you seen a dog react to any music at any capacity? No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is very interesting. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it going. So this I can align with though, and this is from Spotify's website. So 69% of owners sing to their pet. I sing to my dog every once in a while, but I si- I told you about this That's the other day. That's a personal affi- affliction. <laughs> I told you what I do, right? I'll sing, but I'll insert the words with like barking noises. I'm not going to demonstrate it. I'm too uh, embarrassed. No, no, you you've you've brought this on yourself. Are you ready? You must. Uh, okay. okay, let's hear it. So I love my dog a lot. So I was singing the song to her, Celine Dion. Um, what's the one? Is it Celine Dion? And I will always love you. No, is that Whitney Houston? And that I will, that, will I don't know. Anyway, so here's how I would sing it's one it. of them. I'll hold my dog, I'll pet her, I'll cuddle her, and I'll say, And I will roar, 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 Because I figured she would know those words. So you just substitute the words for... Roar, 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 That's beautiful, man. I'm just, I don't, you know, I don't really do that. I'm just playing up the character for the podcast. Um, I've seen you do that. <laughs> don't lie to our, don't lie to the spammers. All right. All right. Let me keep it going. So um, genres that pets seem to prefer mm. are classical and soft rock. Soft rock. Which What's, is, what falls into soft rock? I Kissed don't know. by a rose? Yeah, that would, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, seal, right? That's right. seals, bro, not dogs. Okay. Oh, let me, it's a similar. Yeah, that's you know, seals actually are in the canine kind of. Yeah, they're they're the dogs of the sea. <laughs> yeah, sea dogs, you salty dog. <laughs> okay, fifty-seven percent of owners dance with their pet. Mm. I I can see that. I can see that. It's a little kinky. Okay, we got a few more. This is really funny, by I got the way. Some bad images of you and Chloe now. <laughs> Almost one in five pet owners named their pets after a music artist or group. So mm. here's some of those names. Disturbed. Top- Top five artist influence pet names. You ready? Top five. Number one. If you, I would like for you to guess a few of these. Top five. Yeah, just give me five names that you think people name their dogs after, music wise. Lil Bow Wow. That is freaking hilarious. <laughs> that is not on the list, but really, that's really good. Little Bow. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I got uh, Snoop Dogg. That's good too. 
Keep it going. There's another one. Really am good I, one. Am I horrible? The, not on it, but... T-Pain. What about Pitbull? Pitbull. <laughs> That's dumb. All right, all right, you get one more guess. One more guess. Yeah, I give up. Okay, first one. Just the let num- the bleeding stop. This is weird. I've never met a dog named Bob Marley. But that's the first one. I guess Bob uh, I've or heard Marley. Marley. I hear Marley a lot. Okay. This one I've heard a lot. Elvis. That's dumb. Uh, that's a cute dog name. And just name your dog like Kevin. <laughs> All Kevin! <right. laughs> the uh, Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> so that every time he calls yeah. it, Kevin! Speaking of being home, leaving your dog home alone, right? right? Name the dog Kevin. I like it. Uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie? Yeah, Freddie, Fred. I guess. Um, Bowie. David Bowie. Somebody's making this crap up. And the last one is Ozzy. Fake news. Ozzy, I get. I guess. You know what one I hear a lot now is Loki. Oh, yeah. My, uh, everybody names their dog My Loki sister-in-law's names. dog's name's Loki. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just got a few more things about this. We can move on. But I just, it's just so interesting. I'm, I'm kind of, I think it's kind of cool that Spotify is trying to open their repertoire of uh, who to market to. Smashing pumpkins. <laughs> um. Most pet owners think music can help pets in relieving stress, boost happiness, and keep company. And then just a few more facts. 84% say their pet completes their life. It's a lot of pressure on a pet. That's a lot of pressure. 55% think their pets like the same type of music as them. That's a little narcissistic. And then 53% of pet owners, owners globally indicated they would pick their pet over their partner if they really had to choose. That is a flat out lie. <laughs> they would. Fifty three percent are okay with divorcing and who's, just keeping who's the dog. Who's putting out this? Uh, these statistics. Is it Spotify that you found this article written on? This is all Spotify. Yeah, it's fake news. So, <laughs> here's how it works. It's fake news. Here's how it works. You go on. You go on Spotify. You pick your pet. That's the first thing you do, and you can choose from. First of all, you think there'd only be two options, right? Dog, cat. No, dog, cat, iguana, hamster, or mm. bird. I like iguana is, the, is number three. <laughs> Why not goldfish? You think that would make the list? <laughs> Hold um, on. This relates. To, we we got to talk about this real quick. Um, we're supposed to do this segment a little bit later, but is, it was one of those dumb thoughts that I had the other day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do fish have ears? Huh. I guess it's a, is it a gill? Okay, is- so here's the dumbest chain of thoughts that I had. I was running the other day on the Alawai Canal. And there's just tilapia everywhere, right? And there's not really a lot of water, I guess, circulating or air circulating through the water. So the fish will come up to the surface and they'll just like open their mouths over and over again to like, I guess, get air, like aerate their lung or gills or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, huh, looks like they're all just screaming out for their mom. Because <laughs> they're all like going, mom, 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 mom. mom. That's super so, funny. And then I was like, wait, can fish hear? If they were yelling out mom. Can they even like perceive of hearing it? Yeah, I've never thought of that. That's a great thought. Do fish have ears? That's funny, bro. Did you ever get an answer? Did you look it up? Uh, I did not. I, th- I thought we'd discuss it on here and maybe we can put it out to the spammers and somebody of the intelligent variety can, can answer me because I'm not. So I'm trying to think like, okay, whales make noise, right? Whales not a fish, but it's a mammal, but whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They make noise, but it's sonar. And that's how like another whale will hear them right but well so sonar is but that's not an exclusively ear. perceived by sound okay so then whales have so ears here. yeah okay so if a whale can have an ear do tilapia in the alawai well that's like you said <laughs> that's kind of a bad example because whales aren't fish exactly but every like ma- uh mammal that is goes into the like a dolphin an orca whatever they all have that same sonar thing but is there? Yeah, I thought I sonar know. is more like vibration. Your eardrum. Oh yeah, is I guess that's how it's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's freaking true. I guess mu- music is just vibration. I just learned something. All right, you're a. Uh... <laughs> Look, I, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you're I'm too gonna... st- st- stupid. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I had the vote, I think I would say fish. I'm gonna I know s- sharks can smell, right? They can smell blood from miles away. Yeah, but I've seen, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know if it's your traditional, like the way we think yeah. of smell, but it, it's what they would link in it, like it to. Well, they definitely can see, <laughs> hear. <laughs> they can definitely see. Hmm. Let me think. 
the eyes. That that leads me to believe they can probably see. So let's rule that out. Just trying to think of the senses, you know. <laughs> I guess they can touch, right? They can touch things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if you poke a shark in the back, it'll probably be like, hey. Okay, here's a question then. Can they taste? Do they have taste buds? Like, can they say, ooh, that's bad algae. That algae's, it's expired. They absolutely do. I, I know sharks do. Because sharks will sometimes like bite people bite and into then, something that they don't like and then let it go. That's what I hear about people. They bite them and then they're like, I don't like it. I think biting of uh, taste is a very important any, anything that like eats something, you have to be able to know and train your brain to know like, is this okay for me to eat? You know, like even lizards will like grab some, some like a, what's the example? The butterfly, the monarch butterfly is actually poisonous for like a Jackson chameleon. So if it, it'll try and eat it, but then as soon as it gets into his mouth, it'll spit it out because it, it knows that whatever taste that was, oh, this thing is poison. I huh. shouldn't eat that. Okay. What about a pig? No way does a pig have taste. It will eat. It's literally slop. You throw everything in a bucket and it eats it. Doesn't even matter if it's rotten or not. <laughs> but does a pig is <laughs> It will even eat other pigs. Well yeah, but it's like a rotten pig. other pi- or even bears eat other like dead bears. I think they have taste buds. I don't know. Do they have tongues? Mm, that's a good point. This is a rabbit hole. I'm gonna say okay, back to the question. Fish have ears. I'm gonna say they do. Okay, I'm going to say they don't. Next time you're running on the LOI, I want you to sneak by and scream and see if they react. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just yell back at them. Yeah. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let me finish this. Let's finish this one real, real quick. Uh, so just here's what you do for your pet. You go on Spotify, pick your pet, tell your pet, is it relaxed, energetic, shy, friendly? And then just select the trait that most aligns with what you think the pet's personality is. And then it will help pick a playlist vibe. And then you add a name and a photo. And it will feature your pet's name and photo so you can keep the memory forever. And you'll also receive a personalized share card. Once it's complete, grab your iguana and get listening, dancing, or singing. Then feel free to share and compare your card on social media. So you'll have a card like, I just got a playlist for my dog featuring these artists. And it'll be like a picture of your dog. So this is actually very intelligent, very smart on Spotify's, like yeah, we don't want part. we don't want you home. Well, we can play as many ads as we want to your dog. Well, that that yeah, that's exactly what I was. Saying. So see, it's on one side, it's like it's really dumb because nobody's gonna pay for ads on these stations. I don't know if you get to choose, but it's not like your dog's gonna be like, oh, really. I didn't know Tide oh, that was that right. good. New, I, I just pooped on the carpet. I should probably go pick up some yeah. Tide. New kibble's coming out. It's <laughs> bacon flavored. <laughs> but nobody's advertising. He's not going to go on Amazon and buy it. Nobody's hearing these ads. It's a tree falling in the forest, essentially. Huh. That's a good point. But at the same time, they're getting their numbers up because literally for eight, nine hours when you're gone from home at work, you're racking up all of these songs that are playing and then butts it um. They, oh, it inflates the numbers. Yeah, it inflates their numbers and um, it, it throws off their whole like their uh the algorithm and, yeah, yeah, and like yeah. figuring out like what people what are people listening to? Because it's let's say it's on eight hours and let's say you're at work and you listen for two hours and then you go home that night and you put on more music. You could be racking up 12, 13, 14 hours of Spotify listening. This seems like a terrible thing for artists. Yeah, it like you, I, if I was an artist, I'd be kind of outraged. Yeah, I don't want my because it's so lit. it's such a perverted way to use like somebody <laughs> else's music to just exploit it, and then now they're racking up numbers and and that's pretty funny, dude. Yeah, that's really funny. I didn't even think of that. I just see I'm on the other end. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. You're playing music for your see pet. That? Oh man, it bothers me so much. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's gonna be ninety percent of people though. It's yeah. just like, oh, fine. I mean, I don't know what the problem is. the The speaker doesn't take up hardly any, but. Isn't the artist getting uh, paid per listen? I don't know. So if anything, Spotify is paying out more. Maybe. The artist isn't playing Spotify to play your song. Like, I don't have to pay Spotify to play my music. I just got to give them a cut. That's still perverted. Because then then it looks like you're playing like, oh, man, somebody listened to my song 150,000 times today. And then like 90% of it is a dog. Yeah. It just throws everything off. Is a dog not a human? Did you just ask me that? <laughs> is a dog not important? Is a hey, dog not a human? 50, 53 people. Hmm. 
Fifty-three percent of people would choose their well, pet hold on, over hold on, their let me, spouse. Let me calculate this out. Dog, human, <laughs> subtract. Okay, take the Y remainder. Yeah, no, it's not a human. Oh, okay, you figured it. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, though. I didn't think of that. Of like, uh, it's like inflated plays or yeah. whatever you want to call it. I don't like it. I don't like it. there's something. There's something. Uh, something sketchy about it. You know, I, I mentioned to you a couple weeks ago, like, oh, could you uh, house set or help, uh, watch my dog while I'm gone? That's off the table <laughs> could you now. I'll sit my dog. If you're if you're not gonna play Spotify for eight hours a day for the dog, you you would not take care of her. <laughs> I'm not subscribing to this skewed perception of reality. I did have a uh, I have a friend that I used to work with, and uh, he was asking me. He he leaves. I guess his dad's an artist and has an album, mm-hmm. and he leaves like it on um, shuffle of his dad's like album just over and over again when he's at work. Yeah, to pad their numbers. Well, no, I think he just owns the album and just plays it on iTunes like his own. Oh, it's right. not streaming it, and he's like, "Yeah, let me give it to you because you should be playing music for your dog as well." <laughs> Hit me with a savage bark right now. Let's just hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right, what's your version? That's good. Um, <clears throat> I think my guy had something in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, some dogs are like that. They don't. They're not actually barking. They just show their teeth and just like growl. It's, I guess. it's the tug of war growl. Yeah, that's right. They're barking with their teeth. <laughs> All right. All right. Super intelligent conversation. That was good, right bro. Now. That was that's good stuff right there. God. Do you want to update our viewers on um the last uh, article we talked about a few weeks ago? All right. Well, that was several weeks ago when we had Agent Oahu on. Um, we talked about banana duct tape to a wall. What was it? Fifty, uh, ten thousand, hundred thousand dollars or something. Yeah, very expensive piece of work. Essentially, it was twenty grand. Tape. Yeah. So, uh, there's a bunch of them, and I guess apparently a comedian went in to view this special piece of art and. So apparently they visited and they got hungry in the middle of the art tour or whatever. And he decided to just pluck the banana off of the wall and eat it himself. Yeah. And when asked why he did it, he said, uh, it's an expression of comedy. Yeah. Zero remorse. (laughs) No. I don't blame him. Yeah. He just ate the freaking artwork. I mean, it's everybody just poking holes in everybody else's philosophies. And it's just going to go around and around until somebody loses an eye. So, do you think it was funny, the guy eating the banana I off the wall? I thought it was great. Go ahead and eat all the bananas <laughs> off of all the walls. I thought part of the art anyway was you replace the banana every once it rots anyway. All right. And then, as Nick would say, it's the spirit of the artwork. Oh, it's the conversation that you took home and the impression that it left <laughs> on your heart. For this guy, hunger. Immense hunger. Yeah. And that's the way he interpreted The way I interpret this banana is I should eat it. He's also a comedian. So it's like he totally was, I think, trying to drum up some yeah. whatever you want. Do you know who it was? The dude who ate it, his name's David Daltona. He made a last supper out of the fruit. <laughs> nah. the... But he doesn't look funny. He just looks like he's a big dude eating a banana. <laughs> doesn't look funny? Yeah. What does a funny person look like? I don't know. Look at Jim Gaffigan. Doesn't he just look funny? <laughs> he does. I see him and I'm like, this guy's going to be funny. This is a funny dude. Yeah. It's because he's a... A little chubster. <laughs> it's a little, little, a little chubby chub. All right. In other news, burglar steals $5 million 18-carat golden toilet. Somebody made a golden toilet worth $5 million, and it was displayed in New York where more than 100,000 visitors could use the golden toilet. Daily. They're literally crapping on my art. Yeah. The thing is, it's like this golden toilet was on um it, like display in New York, I guess. And it was worth five million, like you said. And I guess if you're visiting, you could just use it. How do you uh, how do you clean something like that? Do you know what the name of the toilet was? What was it? America. Oh. So oh God. Somebody Wait, I it was in New York. Yeah, it was in New York, but the name of the toilet is called America. Wow, that's it's quite controversial, if you ask me. <laughs> exactly. It's like they're trying to make a mockery. It's like this gold fancy, like really nice. Oh, and by the way, it's a toilet that you take a dump in. What I don't get is maybe I got something wrong in this article. It was in New York on display or something. And then it ended up in Britain's palace. It's, what is it called? The Blenheim? I don't even know how to say that. Palace. And that's where it was stolen. You know how heavy this thing must have been? 
a solid gold toilet. $5 million worth of gold, 18 carats. I mean, a linoleum toilet is heavy on itself. It's yeah. denser. Linoleum toilet? You mean porcelain? Linoleum? Linoleum is flooring. Don't they make linoleum toilets? I don't think so. I think the toilets are made out of like porcelain. Oh, linoleum floor. Mm, that sounds right. Yeah. There's uh, Your toilet goes on a linoleum floor, I guess. Yeah, maybe I just associate that material with the bathrooms. And wait, what did I you- I had an all. It doesn't matter. Hold on. What did you call me earlier when I was- What did I say? Um, what? We were talking about the fish. The fish. And I was like, oh, well, whales can hear, so fish must. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you big dumb dummy. <laughs> Let's interpret this. Let's interpret it. First, the artist comes, he's like, he wants to invoke thought. That's his big thing, right? So he thinks of like some political stance that he wants to take. What leads him to make a toilet out of gold to represent America? What are the parallels? I think you hit it a little bit of like, it's like the, you take something that's really nice, like America, the idea of being free and free market and this and that, this great idea, the gold, mm -hmm. and then the way it has played out ends up being crapper, right? It's like people then just become greedy, right? They like take advantage of the systems, um, that kind of thing, I guess. I don't know. I feel like it's it's immediately recognizable as a toilet. That's the number one thing that you see. It's true. So you think of America. I'm not saying this is my view. I think this is what he's trying to. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying this right? is my view either. Yeah. So a toilet is very essential, right? It's pretty mundane if you think about in your house. Your toilet is probably not your prized possession, but true. it's one of the most used things that you use every day. Right. It's true. America in the war in the circus of the world. <laughs> is the toilet of the world. You you need to use it. It's a very important part of the ecosystem as a whole. If you didn't have it, there wouldn't be anywhere to do this vile thing that is natural. And we embody that, right? We embody the the vileness of of everyday life and we say, "You know what? This is what you have to do and we're going to do it the best." And the gold represents <laughs> let's make this uh Let's just be the proudest, over-the-top, patriotic people across the entire world. And let's shine bright like a diamond so that everybody will know that we are legit, we're here to stay, and we're fancy, and you should love us because we're gold. But at the end of the day, it's still a toilet. That's true. It can be nice and fancy on the outside and sparkle and stuff, but... At the end of the day, I still got to go take a dump, and I'm going to go to America because that's where I got to take a dump, and that's probably the easiest way to do it. It's like the old saying, you can't polish a turd. <sighs> you can shine it up all you want, but, but the, it's still a turd. What a very astute interpretation. Astute? That's good. That's good, dude. I like it. I like it. I don't know. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so speaking of like advertisement on Spotify and things like that, there was an ad that ran recently. And it popped up in your feed, right? And it was a do-it-yourself coffin. Now, I just want to highlight real quick. What's the difference between a coffin and a casket? Here's the difference. Nothing. Coffins are tapered at the head and the foot and are wide at the shoulders. Caskets are rectangular in shape and usually better quality. So not nothing. So a coffin is what you would see in like the movies when you dig up the grave and got to kill the vampire that's in it. Just like a really old, you know, like tapered, like mm -hmm. look. Casket is what you probably see like real life at a funeral where you like open the top. It's lined with felt and like really nice on the inside. Cushions. Yeah. That's more of like the casket. But, kind of, I feel like that's a horrible trade off. I want, I want my... Can I get a form-fitting casket? Yeah, that's true. I want to get a... Go to men's warehouse and they can take my measurements and make a casket form-fitting to me. And Because I, I got to do the same thing with suits. I can't just buy one off the rack. It sounds like a casket is just off the rack that's casket. A, no, uh, yeah, but the thing is, usually coffins look crappier than caskets for whatever reason. Well, bougie up my <laughs> casket then. Right, taper it. Come oh, no, on no, now. No, bougie up my coffin. Yeah, make the coffins nicer. Once yeah. you line those, 
Anyway, that's not the point of the article. The point of the article was it was a do-it-yourself coffin kit. Mm. So you're telling like me about this. So the kit just comes with all the things. I just read the headline. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I, I saw. I was reading it. It just comes with all the things, all the, the tools, the lumber, or I mean, not the tools, but the lumber and just instructions on how to build your own coffin. All for the, the whole reason of it is to save money because funerals are expensive. So so what do you do? You just like uh, start assembling this thing around yeah. your body and then just wait for it to happen? <laughs> what I don't get about these kits is like, you wouldn't market it to me. I can't build my own coffin, just have it sitting in my shed. And then when I die, my wife calls up the funeral place. Oh, by the way, we have our own coffin. Oh, we got it. We got it, bro. Um, can you swing it by? I have a dolly to help you load it up. Like, Right. This is advertised for uh, what? Who Who is morbid enough to like buy their own casket? Well, people buy their own grave plots and like headstones. I know, but like to build, you're not out there digging your own grave. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this basically is the equivalent of that. You're building your own grave. And even if you could, the people that are buying their grave sites, they're not usually the youngest people wielding these huge tools to dig a grave or or put together a casket. I don't think people realize just it's not easy to dig a hole. Like, you may dig for, like, five minutes and be like, oh, not bad. It's hard to dig for a long time, let alone deep. Um, that's why they have backhoes and, like, stuff like that. Dig them at the graveyard. I think it's so weird, dude. What a weird, like, I want to be the company that decides, let's run these ads. People are going to be interested in buying DIY coffee. You want to buy, you want to be the company that advertise these. No, I'm saying, like, I want to be at that table to be like, you guys uh. are morons. No one's buying their own coffin. Okay, here, 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 how about this? I'm the guy trying to sell these do-it-yourself coffins. You, you, be, the, you be the marketing department. I'm, I'm looking for an ad agency to help market my do-it-yourself coffins. So uh, here we go. Uh, sir, I, would, I, have a, I have a revolutionary product that I would like to sell to the masses, and I think it's really going to take off. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> so I am selling, for anybody that is preparing for their own demise, I have a do-it-yourself <laughs> coffin. You assemble it yourself, and I would like to make it available to anybody out there, and I want everybody to know that we're the company to buy from. All right, I'm listening. Can you help us advertise this, and what, is, what do you think our angle should be? Well, here's how our ads work. We basically get in the Googles, the algorithms, mm-hmm. and when people begin to search certain things, we can uh. now market towards them. So, for example, this coffin thing, the only way I see it working is if people are DIYing stuff, like maybe they're going to fix their own car and they're looking up like how to do a specific thing, we can kind of target to those people that like kind of are more on the handier side. Okay, so uh, basically you're telling me, what, what, what do you think are the most hazardous jobs out there? I think we should uh, really target those types of jobs. Oh, that's not a bad idea. See, I, you know what else would work with this marketing scheme or with my company is uh, we want to market to somebody that not only is planning their own demise, but also in the surprise type death. That way it's all ready to go because you don't want to leave your spouse with all the trouble of figuring this out. That seems so interesting. Somebody that would be... Surprised that they would die, but also have the foresight enough to buy their own coffin. Well, not sur- not surprised that they would die. More just having all their ducks in a row. Mm, just in case, because I know my job is dangerous. You think we should advertise for ducks? A duck coffin. No. no. That doesn't work. That, we're not in the farm animal industry. We're more in the, in the people dying industry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you... See, I don't know. That's the whole point is I don't know how you advertise this thing. I just know that, like, clearly they're doing well if they can afford to run these ads to buy your own DIY coffin. I'm just curious how this got onto my feet. Right. Who's the, I got somebody that has some real issues that, that I lent my phone recently. <laughs> now I got to go back into my history and figure out somebody's really depressed. My only guess is you spelled coffee wrong. <laughs> oh, maybe that, that's what it was. Yeah, I was trying to figure out where to get coffee this weekend because before the Super Bowl, I was pretty tired and I wanted to get wanted to get amped up, but we never ended up getting coffee. Dude, you probably wrote in like, um, "Buy your own coffin" <laughs> instead of "Buy your own coffee." I have no idea. I feel like death is such an in- <laughs> like the way that we decide to handle death is like I'm gonna take the body 
I'm going to go find a piece of land. I'm going to put all of this money into the way that it looks. And I'm going to go to dig six foot under the ground and I'm put it there so that nobody can see it. But I also don't want anybody to go near it. And I'm going to put this gravestone so that somebody can remember it. What happens when we run out of space for the dead people? It just seems like such, it's like golf courses. Yeah. I think cremation. <laughs> they take up so much space for a very few amount of people. That's why cremation, I think, has been really popular. Yeah. It's a lot more affordable, too. No offense to anybody that has a grave plot or has people or family in grave plots, but I feel like it's a very bad use of spacing. A yeah. little selfish, almost. Oh, no, it is. It's because you want a place to go and remember and still feel kind of connected, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess you associate the place with the person. Yeah. Ah, there's other ways to do that. Yeah, I mean, there's no. I mean, I could build you a coffin pretty fast. Give me some plywood and a nail gun. It may not be tapered, and it may be a little big, but I'll get it done. It needs to be airtight, man. I just don't think these these like mortuaries will let you BYOC, bring your own coffin. Most of them, you're gonna have to like buy the one they have. They don't let you just roll up with plywood from Home Depot and a nail gun. Why not? What I don't know. They just don't do it. That'd be, we should call right now, call up a mortuary, say, hi, I had a recent death in my family. Um, we're looking at scheduling some stuff. We're just curious if you guys accept our own coffin. I Honestly, I, I, don't see a, I don't see them saying no. I don't know. I think they would. Like, you think they have a monopoly on... I don't think it's necessarily they're trying to make money off of it and want you to use mine. I just think it's more of a logistics thing that they don't have people asking, so they don't really have a way to like... Like, what are you going to tell them? Sure. How big is it, and can you deliver? Like, I don't know. What you know what I mean? I would be surprised. Now, I agree with you. Like, I think what are the what are the logistical problems again? So the mortuary isn't necessarily one that even digs the site. They work with the people at the graveyard. Yeah, like digging and stuff. So you like uh -huh. need a plot, and they're they're sized already. Mm -hmm. So we need to meet the size requirements of like how they're gonna lower it into the ground and stuff. And so I think it also is gonna be of the whole yeah. And I think it's got to be airtight, like you said. Like, I think. Look, man, we only dig this hole three and a half feet wide. You telling me I got to dig another two inches to fit this body in there because your casket's too big? Right. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's ridiculous. But I have think you seen the holes that these bodies <laughs> go in there? Oh, huge. I've seen them. Yeah. I think you're right, though. I think logically it makes sense of like, yeah, sure. You want to bring your own box? Yeah, go for it. Here's the other thing. Okay, let me cremation. Right. Mm -hmm. I can't just bring a coffee can. And say, throw them in this. You have to buy their specific container to put the ashes in. You can't just bring your own container. Why not? I don't know why. They just have don't you done you. this? Yeah, I've had a few people in my family pass away, and we had to buy the And they didn't urn. let you just have your own container? Yeah, I mean, I didn't try and bring a Ziploc bag and say, throw uncle in here. But, uh, yeah, you got to buy their, their stuff. You had to because you didn't have anything ready. Well, okay, let me give they you. They need to advertise these pre made coffins, self made coffins to people like you because <laughs> you get stuck in the trap of buying the mortuaries okay, one. <laughs> let, me, let me throw one at you for a second. This is your, you're going to be like, this is not at all like it. You're a videographer, right? You do video and a lot of stuff. Hey, Kavika, I got an idea for a video, but I want you to use my video camera to do it. You're going to be like, no, because the quality of work would suffer because you don't know how to work my camera. What if it sucks? What if it's messed up? This and that. So you control the whole way that it's done for the certain end goal. So you're thinking these mortuaries <laughs> are using every funeral as a marketing proposition for everybody out there that's about to have a relative die. Oh, these guys did such a good job with this casket. I think I'm going to definitely come back to this mortuary and have my body put in one of their caskets. Definitely. Because that's definitely. what people are thinking about. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> here's the thing. They'll say... I, I felt so comfortable being at this at this place. They did a really good job handling old Ethel, right? They they did the makeup really well. The casket was really well done. It was nice, absolutely. And they'll say, "Well, when I, if I go, I wouldn't mind going here." Or, "Hey, Uncle, you're getting old. We should sign up to go here." Because when when my grandma passed away, same thing. Like it was really nice. They did a really good job. My mom even then talked to the uh, I forget the funeral organizer guy and was like, hey, can you help us working on getting getting up? You did a really great job. Um, do you have any insight on some plots we could buy? Because she was looking at, even though we did cremation, she still kind of was looking at some plots for her and her husband for later on in their life. 
So you're go- you're on their website and you're signing up for a uh, signing up for you know having your own burial. And then at the end, they always have that drop down tabs like, "How did you hear about this? <laughs> My uncle died. They might. And I went to their funeral. I bet you there's some that have that. <laughs> and I inquired about your particular mortuary <laughs> afterwards. Bro, I'm telling I you. I would love for you to handle my dead body. <laughs> PR for mortuaries. That's a job. It sounds like this is a very untapped market. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I People shot are... a wedding. Oh, no. I shot a funeral once in the same way that you would shoot a wedding. That's not fun. Ooh. It is rough. It's because sad. Yeah. Because, and then, like, you know, you think of a wedding like, you you have a group of people sitting at a table. Hey guys, can I get a picture? Everybody smile. <laughs> Doesn't that, work at a no, funeral. No, no, no. In fact, most people are like, "Don't take a picture of me." Why would people want you videoing or photographing? They're doing photography for their funeral. I don't know. They Maybe they email it to the afterlife. Wow. So that the dead can relive their own death. Well, let me tell you something about mortuaries, bro. It's a very hot business. People are dying to get in. <laughs> I had to do it. Had to do it. I think you're right, though. There is this fine line of like, it's a very sad thing, right? Someone passing away, this and that. But also, like, your business. Yeah, I feel like that's not a business that needs to keep growing. <laughs> <laughs> How can it, you're sitting around the table at the funeral, and business has been slow this year. Not as many deaths as last year. We're struggling. Um, I, I'll tell you what. I heard that these animals are having this disease. And if we can figure out how to transfer that over to humans, I think we'll be back in business and we'll make a lot of money. What can we call it? Uh, you know what? I'm, what, kind of, what? What kind of beer is this? I'm drinking a Corona right now. Why don't we call it the coronavirus? Where's our plant? So Let's funny. start it in our plant and we'll figure out how to spread it from there. I, I heard theories. I'm sure everyone's heard them where like pharmaceutical companies develop diseases that they have to then go to those companies to get like vaccines and antibiotics for it to, to like make money. Well, that's the whole thing with doctors, right? Is they don't really treat the symptoms. They treat the, no, no, they don't treat the source. They treat the symptoms. And that's why the pharmaceutical industry is the biggest industry in the world. The toilet of the world. The toilet of the world. (laughs) This is a very patriotic uh, podcast we got going on here. Anybody (laughs) that loves America is not going to be too happy. Yeah, this is a pretty patriotic, a morbidly patriotic episode. (sighs) Talking about death, talking about. America and toilets. All right. I don't know what we got in there. Hopefully we've entertained somebody out there for at least five, ten minutes. And if you haven't killed yourself yet by listening to our voices, um, thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter at CanaspamPod. <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. And uh, shoots. Shoots.